Hi, it's Connor Svensson here, founder and CEO of Web3 Labs, and this is your week in blockchain on Monday, the 2nd of August, 2021. The highlights this week include more US states uh, targeting BlockFi, FTX and Binance remove high leverage products from their platforms, Binance is taking further steps to support regulatory interests, Goldman is filing for a DeFi ETF, Uniswap has also dropped tokenized stocks and digital cats cause chaos on Ethereum yet again. The crypto lender BlockFi is now on the radar of, radar of four different US states. We mentioned previously how New Jersey was planning to pursue it over the selling of unregistered securities in the states. Um, we've now had Texas and Alabama have joined in and placed similar restrictions on BlockFi's operations. Also from a posting on BlockFi's website, the state of Vermont has raised concerns about the BlockFi interest account as well, although there's not more information on that at present. It certainly doesn't look good for BlockFi at the moment, although they're a very well-funded company um, coming under this in increasing scrutiny from different uh, states uh, is, is, is not going to be a good thing for their business. The crypto exchanges FTX and Binance have uh, removed high leverage products from the exchanges. Uh, these these are the crypto industry's two largest exchanges, and they've reduced the amount of leverage that uh, users can trade with. The maximum leverage now is uh, 20 times. Uh, previously, it, it went as high as 50. Both companies have spoken here in, in respect to uh, wanting to actually protect consumers. And so no, no doubt with the increasing amount of regulatory scrutiny that's coming under uh, crypto and crypto exchanges, they just want to play ball there with the regulators. Binance 2 on this has been taking some other steps. We've spoken extensively over the last month or so about how this has been a lot of you know regulators challenging Binance on on them as a company and so now what they're actually one of the latest things that Binance has done is they've actually shrunk the non-KYC withdrawal limits apparently previously people who uh, had basic account verification could withdraw up to two bitcoin per day um, and now that's being lowered to 0 0.06 uh, for newly registered accounts I mean of course like given the the, 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 the gray area that can exist with cryptocurrencies, um, you know, by in enforcing much more rigorous KYC. It's uh, no, no, again, no doubt, Binance are wanting to play more into the hands of the, the regulator. Champeng Zhao, the CEO and founder of Binance, or CZ, as he's uh, more commonly known as well, uh, he said that he's open to stepping down as the Binance CEO in pursuit of regulatory compliance. Uh, he's, he's said that he, you know, they, they, he's committed that Binance is going to be a fully regulated financial institution going forward. Also, the Binance have launched a tax reporting tool that will streamline reporting requirements for different jurisdictions. Keeping on top of tax with the trading of crypto assets is can be very challenging just because of the ease with which people can do it. And so exchanges you know, creating products to help with this, certainly the exchange Kraken as well, they've, they've, they've also launched one. Uh, it's, it's very much so, again, playing to the hands of the regulators just to make it a lot easier for the users to actually report. Uh, the tax associated with their, their trades. However, there has been uh, some bad news for Binance th this week as well, with Malaysia ordering it to uh, halt operations in the country. And Binance have said they're planning to wind down futures and derivative products uh, across Europe, starting with Germany, Italy and the Netherlands. Goldman Sachs has filed for a DeFi ETF tied to a number of public companies. The idea here is that the ETF will uh, 
provide investors with exposure to companies aligned with themes of blockchain technology and the digitization of finance. There isn't uh, more information available just yet, but uh, I think the thing is it's you know, exactly what constitutes a company uh, that's uh, linked to DeFi re- remains to be seen here. Amazon have also said that they're exploring cryptocurrency payments. Uh, they, they listed a job posting for digital currency and product lead who can create a vision and roadmap for a new payment products uh, other, other than um, you know, this information it's all fairly light on the ground but uh, you know, given the transaction volumes that uh, Amazon process uh, it certainly makes sense for them to look at you know, additional payment rails there. Fireblocks uh, they've achieved a two billion dollar valuation with a 310 million series D. So Fireblocks uh, we've spoken about them previously in that they're working with Aave on their institutional platform but they provide digit custody and digital asset related services for institutions. This makes Fireblocks the latest crypto unicorn uh, with this valuation of two billion. They've uh, to date they've raised 489 million in venture capital so far. With, with respect to this fundraise uh, They want to expand their internal capacity, increase the research and development and support teams and expand into further markets such as EMEA and APAC, apparently. MasterCard have also announced that they're launching an accelerator program for crypto startups. They will provide technical and financial assistance to early stage projects in the space. They're launching this um, startup incubator with seven cryptocurrency based companies. Uh, These include the NFT marketplace Mintable and a crypto custody platform called uh, GK8. Robinhood has uh, secured a $32 billion valuation. Uh, for its IPO and is set to debut on the Nasdaq exchange uh, under the ticker symbol Hood. Robin Hood has certainly, you know, its, its, its adoption has been very significant over the past few years with its fee-free uh, trading, um, but also the fact that you can trade uh, cryptocurrencies as well there, which has you know, helped propel its growth. Post-IPO as well, the Robin Hood CFO has uh, said that there's been a lot of requests for crypto services that go beyond buying and selling cryptos. Uh, apparently, their users are requesting that they have support things like an actual crypto wallet on the platform um, and participate in other things such as staking where people can see returns on their actual crypto assets as well so if robin hood start to embrace this side it will certainly be a very significant move in terms of uh, opening up aspects of DeFi to a wider pool of people paypal is uh, looking to launch uh, crypto trading in the uk apparently the the actual crypto support is working out very well for them according to their second quarter earnings they're looking at actually launching though the trading offering um, potentially in the next month Uh, they're adding incremental functionality to the platform and we mentioned previously how they'd already increased purchasing limits to a hundred thousand dollars per week there's a new partnership that's been established in India with LegitDoc, where they plan to place India among the early adopters of implementing an e-governance system for higher education. Uh, The intent here is that this Indian blockchain startup LegitDoc will provide a credentialing system that's powered by Ethereum to provide tamper-proof diploma certificates. This is one of the really strong use cases of blockchain, being able to actually provide authenticity of documents via digital fingerprints. And so it's really great to actually see that there's some progress being made here uh, in India for actually rolling this technology out. I've also seen the, on a related note, the Ethereum-based project ETHSign has raised a significant, a significant seed round to put signed documents onto the blockchain. Uh, this Singapore-based company has raised 
followers, including backing from Draper Associates, uh, Hashkey Capital and uh, Imtoken Ventures. They, they currently have a 10-person team and looking to hire more developers as well as partner with others um, relevant companies. The idea with, with their platform, they actually use decentralized identifiers and um, in order for people to be able to actually sign uh, documents using Ethereum behind the scenes. The FTX exchange, which we mentioned earlier on, have, have spent a, a million dollars on carbon offsets to become carbon neutral as well. So th um, they've, they've committed to giving um, $1 million to this newly launched FTX climate program each year uh, to, to ensure that they can uh, achieve the company goal of being carbon neutral. A new blockchain food consortium has also launched uh, called SQL, uh, which is a take obviously on the, the database technology SQL and not doesn't exactly roll off the tongue, but uh, it's a new 11 member US consor UK consortium that uh, aims to use data and blockchain to reduce food waste and improve traceability. Lloyd's Register is leading the group, but it also includes IBM's Food Trust and uh, uh, the UK's Food Standards Agency as well. The intent is that the consortium is going to use smart labels for pork production uh, and by attaching a digital ID to the food product, the blockchain can use, be used to track, trace and monitoring it. Being able to understand where food has actually gone can help a lot in uh, recalling food as well. Uh, and, and also, uh, you know, if you know, if you know where it's been stored, it can help to find the actual food shelf life too. So this would have, you know, help the, the practices such as, you know, stamping on labels uh, when things go out of date and so on, potentially a, a, a thing of the past if you can get a more dynamic update about it. Paxos, who provide the crypto services to PayPal as well, have secured a $300 million funding round with Bank of America, FTX and Coinbase Ventures. Uh, joining in with the round, Paxos has raised over $500 million in total funding and the Series D saw the, the firm valued at $2.4 billion. Ernest & Young have collaborated with the UK authorities to design a blockchain solution related to the cross-border withholding tax process. EY was looking at uh, the complexities of the the, the withholding tax process uh, to better the taxation process in the European Union. The solution here is called TaxGrid and it uses EY's blockchain technology to assist with the mechanization of DeFi data between two stakeholders of tax authorities and intermediaries. And moving on to protocol news, uh, ZK Swap's V2 mainnet has uh, gone live. So the decentralized exchange ZK Swap went live via the Ethereum mainnet, but they're also planning to do a layer two launch sometime thereafter. The multi-chain relay protocol, Biconomy, has raised $9 million in private funding. Biconomy's goal is to make decentralized apps and Web3 more user-friendly by building transaction infrastructure with powerful APIs behind it. In DeFi news, Aave is on the verge of launching its institutional DeFi platform called Aave Arc. We've previously referred to this as Aave Pro. Uh, but the intent here that we've, we've spoken about pre on previous editions is that it's going to enable institution and institutions to actually engage in decentralized finance with other institutions that have been onboarded through their KYC process. Also, the Ethereum decentralized exchange Uniswap have dropped the, dropped tokenized stocks um, in anticipation of regulatory scrutiny. We've seen these being stopped being offered by Binance recently, and um, no doubt, no doubt, with Uniswap, they although they are a fully decentralized exchange, they want to ensure that they're not going to come under. 
under you know, uh, excessive amounts of regulatory scrutiny there. So it's a sensible move by them. The growth of Uniswap recently has also seen DeFi adoption grow to 3 million total users. There's over 3 million uh, crypto addresses that have interacted with DeFi projects. And uh, the, the, the top three of these protocols are either decentralized exchanges like Uniswap and DEX aggregators such as OneInch. Uniswap, though, is certainly the leader here, which is hosting more than 80% of all DeFi users. The Uniswap creator and Paradigm developers are working together to improve Ethereum, large Ethereum trades in DeFi. They've uh, proposed a new type of market maker for decentralized exchanges to this end. The idea is that it will enable large trades to be split up into many smaller ones and executed over a period of time. So it's kind of like uh, you know what previously was called um, in block trading, where banks sorry would would take large trades and potentially uh, break them up into multiple orders. And we also get a similar thing happening with algorithmic trading. So it's, it's fascinating that this 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 approach is looking to be built into these public blockchain protocols as well. Over in NFTs, there's been a lot of activity this week. Uh, Cats have caused chaos again in Ethereum uh, as the Myla Kunis uh, project uh, sold out in 35 minutes. There's a, an animated series called Stoner Cats that's backed by NFTs and the, the, cele- the characters are voiced by a number of uh, celebrities, including uh, Jane Fonda, Seth MacFarlane, Chris Rock, uh, the the NFTs grant the owner access to watch the show and the project uses NFT sales to fund its production. Sold out in 35 minutes. Uh, Vitalik Buterin, one of the... Well, the, the founder of Ethereum, he's a, a voice actor uh, for one of the characters called Lord Katzinton, who, who is described as a spirit guide. Uh, the, the launch of this was initially delayed by a day after a, a bug was found in it, um, but then the, the second time was successful, but the gas prices on the Ethereum network absolutely uh, soared as a result of it. There was 10,000 uh, cats that were sold, just over 10,000 cats that were sold at, at a price of 0.35 ETH, and there's, there's going to be more being released. Uh, apparently, there was a total of uh, 344 ETH that was actually lost in value due to failed transactions there. Um, and the actual gas fees went up as high as $33 uh, for some of the transactions there, which, again, we've not seen this activity in a number of months, but uh, you know, it, it's stuff that will uh, hopefully be addressed with the upcoming uh, EIP-15599 fork that is now imminent. Um, and of course, the, the, the merge with the Ethereum beacon chain scheduled for next year. Satellite visualization solutions from Exodus Orbitals. They're using satellite technology and NFTs to protect uh, African wildlife against poaching and climate change. The idea here is that there'll be this uh, Exodus Orbitals space on demand satellite mission will be launched in 2022 and NFTs will be used to acquire and access observational activities for specific areas of concern. Shopify is going to allow its e-commerce customers to start selling NFTs directly. Uh, We spoke previously about how they were very interested in finding opportunities to use blockchain technology and what they're looking that they're now supporting is that merchants can actually sell NFTs directly on the platform there and they want to make it easier for people to actually do this using the Shopify platform. The NFT game Splinterlands has raised $3.6 million. Uh, they're, use, they're running on the Hive blockchain and they've raised this uh, in advance of, of an upcoming launch of their governance token. Uh, participants include Animoca Brands, the blockchain uh, gaming offshoot of Animoca uh, and other platforms including Engine, Polygon and 
Splinter, the on-chain capital CEO. Uh, Splinterlands is a digital trading card game that uh, enables you to collect rare trading cards uh, and also fight uh, other players with them. Binance, the Binance NFT marketplace is going to be issuing a set of tokenized collectibles of famous paintings and ma masterpieces in partnership with the State uh, Hermitage Museum in St. Petersburg. The, these tokens will depict famous paintings of artists such as Van Gogh, Da Vinci and Monet. Uh, all existing Binance users will be able to buy these NFTs through the auction, which is going to be, be happening at the end of August. Yahoo Japan is working with Line to launch NFT trading on the platform. The cryptocurrency subsidiary LVC Corporation is collaborating with Yahoo Japan to enable secondary trading of uh, NFTs issued on its blockchain. And so Yahoo Japan will actually place the blockchain-based NFTs on its online York auction service, Yahoo Auctions, uh, which has been set up many, many years ago to compete with uh, eBay. So what's interesting here is that they're they're looking to integrate Yahoo auctions with the line BitMax wallet, whereas eBay, they don't actually, although they do provide, allow people to sell NFTs, they don't provide a native integration there as well. Although, you know, as this space evolves, we'd expect that potentially to change. Coca-Cola has uh, partnered with the digital art creator Taffy to release a collection of one-off NFTs to celebrate International Friendship Day. Uh, the auction's just started over on OpenSea and the proceeds of the sale will go to the international organization Special Olympics International, which supports children and adults with disabilities. The crypto unicorn Amber Group has partnered with TR Labs to launch a new initiative to help creators access the NFT market. It was unveiled this week, which basically provides uh, infrastructure setup support, uh, uh, custody and support directly for uh, Amber Group itself. The NFT platform Alchemy NFT has raised $6 million from investors, which includes Mark Cuban, Crypto.com Capital and Framework Ventures. Uh, the funding will be used to add staff and help build out the platform. The platform allows payments for celebrities and artists who wish to sign NFTs and donate the proceeds to charities such as Save the Children. The actual project has come from the team behind the crypto wallet called Alpha Wallet. One of the first participants on the actual platform was Vitalik Buterin, who used his Twitter ID to sign an NFT entitled The Alchemist, which is by the artist Melading Petronovic, which was a week or so ago. Over to our metrics, the crypto market cap is up almost 17% at 1.6 trillion. Assets locked in DeFi are up almost 14% to just shy of 70 billion. The seven-day NFT sales are up a whopping 120% to almost 120 million, with an average price up 180% of 3.3 thousand. That's all we have for this week. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to our podcast on our YouTube channel. Links to all items discussed are available in the show notes and at our website, weekinblockchain.com. We've also launched a brand new podcast, Blockchain Innovators, where I talk to individuals who have made significant contributions to the blockchain ecosystem. Find out what inspires these people, get their thoughts on the latest news and uh, events spanning crypto, blockchain, protocols, DeFi, NFTs, DAOs and IoT. Thanks and I'll see you next week.